Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com. Future CEOs on Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central. My name is Gareth Armstrong. So good to be with you. Next to me, of course, the lovely Lubian Boyer. Arnold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, don't don't tell your husband that I just left uh, your sermon. Hello, Future CEOs community. Hello. It's good to have you here. You're looking fantastic as usual. I, I'm, you know what I'm start doing? I'm start taking pictures of you. Yes. And then tweet them out at the same time that I'm saying you're looking fantastic. Are you feeling good this week? I can't believe it's Thursday already. And it's Women's Month. Hallelujah. Amen. You you were looking very nice yesterday. You went to an event. What oh, was that well, event? It was hosted by Tohosang and it was called uh, Women Tohosang and and it was really just the networking and the exchanging of stories and value systems and experiences of up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Obviously, we had heavyweights mm. like Puti Makanyanle and uh, other great speakers. Obviously, um, Tokosan is really the hub where they groom and they facilitate and they advocate female entrepreneurs all across the sectors. And we're going to have one special guest from Tokosan um, Entrepreneurs coming through at the second half of our show. Yeah, at, at Hof Post, we'll be introducing, to, introducing you to one of them. But just remember, if you are a young, up-and-coming entrepreneur who, who really wants to own their industry, or perhaps you <coughs> excuse me, someone that is sitting looking at that corner office and saying, that's going to be mine one day, so you're in a big brand somewhere, then this really is the show for you. You're a future CEO. Let's get into the show because we are talking around this theme of, of women. Money, money, money. Women and money, yes, exactly. Women and value. Uh, so do you value yourself enough? Now, it's not a fluffy topic. We're talking about charging. Are you charging enough? We've got an expert in studio. Expert, would you like to introduce yourself? Gugu, who are you? <laughs> I like that when you Google, say that. Who are you? I'm Gugum Chadu. I come from a company called Business Partners, and we finance and mentor entrepreneurs. Of course, Business Partners is one of our favorites. Uh, Chris Du comes here often and a whole bunch of other guests. Well, welcome welcome into the studio. Have, we haven't had you on the show, have we? Not this show. Thank you for having me, Karis. Well, wel- welcome to the coolest show on Cliff Central. Thank uh, you. And so we much. mean that. Uh, now I can see. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking today about finding the pricing sweet spot. Mm. You know, um, I think we have just owe it to all the women out there. It is Women's Day. And I find and we find that the biggest gap when it comes to work or business or creating your own industry is the 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 money gap between remuneration of men and women in any industry. And as a freelancer or a woman wanting to create her own business, let's get this thing called pricing yourself at the sweet spot of your worth and your value and your business correctly. Definitely, Shlubi. I think more than anything, it starts from from when you start a job, not necessarily going into entrepreneurship. Yes. Sorry, Gareth, but men do place higher value on their worth, mm. on what they are providing. So sometimes they overestimate who they are and what they are worth. And yeah, we, 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 there's we're nothing wrong we're with that. We're creatures, <laughs> we have ego, and we... There's nothing r- wrong with that. And mm. But it's very important that women lose the humility factor and, and, and start, you know, lifting themselves up and, and charging for what they are worth. Mm. And really, it starts from negotiating a salary at work you find that women do negotiate lower than men, okay. even if it's for the same position. It's, I, I read a report in the, in the U.S. It seems that 
even that gap, the gender parity when it comes to paying yourself, even female CEOs, you find that they pay themselves far less. Mm. Even if they're in charge, they pay themselves far less. But entrepreneurs, what happens with them, they pay themselves last. Okay. Because they look at everyone else and okay. trying to provide. Correct. And they forget this is my business. Mm. And yes, I need to provide for my employees, but I need to take it, take care of myself also. So we're talking about remuneration, yes, certainly. But, and then we're also talking about charging the right price for your services. Are, are we not? I mean, do, have you seen, certainly in your experience at business partners, now if you don't know what business partners do, they, they provide funding for startups and also... Uh, yeah, uh, usually established business, businesses, yeah. at least two yeah. years. Those are usually our sweet spots. Okay. So we provide 500,000 up to 50 million rand. So it small is people who do need... Right? Small, medium businesses. Yeah, so small and medium enterprises. Okay. So w- the reason I'm talking about remuneration is because once you leave the workplace and move on to entrepreneurship, you haven't lost that mindset that actually my value is this. So you get there and you start charging yourself less than you should. And you look around you, your competitors are making money, but you are not. But you are getting a lot of customers, but you are not making that much money. Everyone is coming to you, but they are coming to you because you are cheap. Okay, I'm going to challenge you guys here. Is this, is this not a case of you just coming in as a business person and saying, look, I want to, I'm, I want to compete, but I'm going to keep, compete on price here. I mean, is that, uh, or are we, are we generalizing when we say, well, females actually charge less? Or is it just a case of someone coming in, maybe multiple players coming in who happen to be female? And they just want to compete on price. The thing is, if you are starting out, of course, you might decide that you want to compete on price, but you won't necessarily last that long because big corporates will outprice you. So you have to find something that's of value that you're bringing. What's unique about you? What What are you bringing onto the table? Mm. And what are people willing to pay the bucks what are for? People, yeah, because actually, here you are. You are an MC. And here I am, I think I'm an MC, but I'm not. And (laughs) people pay different prices for us. And I have to admit that she's great. She's got a lovely voice. So perhaps she's a great MC than me. And therefore she can charge that price. But what are people willing to pay for your service? That's what's important. And you need to find that. And that comes with market research as well. Um, you know what, as women, it being women's mouth, so let's always take it back to the female entrepreneurs. I think when they leave the business space or the corporate space, mm. they really want that flexibility of family life, of motherhood, um, time, and just um, home kind of being the treasure of, of basically where it's all happening and where everything connects. Yes. How does that um, devalue or, or, or motivate you pricing yourself at a great price, knowing that those are uh, dominating factors of why you wanted to start on the entrepreneurial journey. Mm, I think I think it's a, it is a great question. You need to look at yes, I'm not going to take a lot of customers, so it's not about price. It's mm. about I cannot take more than I can chew because actually I still need my time with my children. Correct. I still need to look after the household. Yes. But my service doesn't change. Yes. It's still the same service. Okay. It's just that I am not available all the time. So I cannot have more than this many number like of customers, and therefore I stick to that and I keep my price because that's my value. I like the idea of 
holding a certain kind of value and then furnishing that value correctly. Mm. So if you're in a position where you are a, uh, working half day, perhaps, let's uh, put that in inverted commas, half day, you're running your own business, you're a, you're a woman, well, then really you don't have to under underprice. You just have to make sure that there are the, the right checks and balances in place in order to deliver. Is that what we're actually talking about here? The ability to deliver on the value or the promise of value. Yes, it's it is the ability to deliver on what you've promised to your customers, and 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 it it goes to every industry. It goes to every entrepreneur, male or female. So that's very important. You cannot not deliver on what you promised your customers. What is your experience in this particular area? So I, I want us to maybe use some of the data that you have um, access to, uh, in terms of. Spread, so how many of the entrepreneurs that you assist are female, are male? Um, and then um, have you seen this occurring regularly, certainly here in South Africa? Because we spoke about U.S. data. Is it happening here in the country? I think it is happening. Women undervaluing themselves in terms of pricing happens throughout the world. We wouldn't, for instance, have the, if you look at women in the workplace and not necessarily in entrepreneurship, the 30% club where we're trying to get at least 30% representation of females in listed companies in, in, in management level. Mm. And that's a, a Davos agreement and it's something that's agreed to throughout the world because mm. it's recognized that women do need to be in management position. They do need to lead companies because actually gender diversity has proven to add to profitability of companies. McKinsey did a report on it and it's out there for everyone to read. And it's important for to men to read it as well because it allows you to open your mind about why you need diversity, not just females and males, mm. but disability issues. Those are things that you need to balance out in your company because if we all look the same, we all sound the same, we'll definitely have a company that's looking the same and there's no innovation. Mm. So it's very important to look at that. But in terms of data from our company, we found that in terms of people who are approaching us for finance, it's usually on the 41% mark, females. Okay. So it's not bad. Not mm. bad. Yeah, no, but right obviously you would wish it, it was 50% because you know women are more than men in most countries. Yeah. Mm. So right. it's important. But 41% is not so bad. And what I can say about females, they've been known to be better payers in terms of repayment mm. for for the loans that they get. But I, I don't think more than that, then there's that much difference between the entrepreneur that's a female and the entrepreneur that's a male. Can, can, can I... Can I be a little bit controversial again. Is that, a, is that a lot? Is that a lot, Libby? Go for it, baby. I, I, I see you side eyeing me here. No, go for it, Lala. The it, it, could this not rather be considered in? So we take it away from being a negative, and we say this is part of your competitive advantage in in being interviewed. So if I can, if you're sitting in front of me, you're a, a female that is going to negotiate herself low at a lower rate, and you're still going to have the same output. Surely that is attractive to me as of an employer. Of course. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm an just, entry in the door. Yeah, and so I'm just wondering, is this a bad thing um, or where does it become a bad thing? At what point is a lower wage or a lower charge a bad thing? It is, nice. a, it is a bad thing once you start looking at your practical expenses. Okay. And you Correct. realize actually my car is yes. actually getting old right. because I drive That's 20 so kilometers every day trying to meet my client, Gareth. Mm. And, you know, it's the same 20, 20 kilometers that a male is going to be driving. Yeah, mm. but I'm 
charging you less mm-hmm. so actually i'm losing out yeah. the petrol but, uh, the petrol yes. many other factors that yes, you need yes, to consider your hours how much are you really worth to spend your hours you've spent so many hours doing research for gareth so that you can provide a service somebody else spends as many hours but they get paid for those many hours but you get paid for less and therefore you are worn out but you are not getting the money for it mm. okay so yes. that's lovely okay so let's We've covered, consider practical expenses. What other things should we consider for female entrepreneurs? I think wanting to break this all up. I think more than anything with, with pricing, you have to look at your competitors. Because if you don't know what other people are charging, okay. then you, you won't necessarily know whether you are overpricing or underselling yourself. Okay. And you can be a secret shopper. I, I was going to say, is it ethical, <laughs> is it ethical to yes. pose as a client? <laughs> that I would. I would get a quotation. I would. Yeah, yeah. You I can would. be a Come secret shopper. <laughs> you can yeah. be a secret shopper, but <laughs> but in 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 terms of some of the experiences, yeah. If you are belonging in a chamber where there's many other people that you interact with, mm. you can say, "Oh, Mr. Gareth, let me find out. You know, I've got this client that I'm thinking of." Working with, how how much do you charge for this? And I know Gareth will say, "Oh, I charge twenty thousand rands," and I know I need to minus two thousand rands because he just wants me to go. <laughs> so it, it's those type of things. But you know, it depends also on a on a service you know that you are offering, mm. because if it's graphic design, for instance, obviously based on your experience, based on the number of years you've worked, and maybe the awards you've won, mm. then you know this is. Maybe the rate per hour that I should be charging. I find it, ca- yes. oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Libby. Okay, so that was uh, compare your business uh, competitors. Yes. Yeah. What else can we talk about? We can also talk partnerships. about partnerships. Partnerships, definitely. Because one stop shops. Partnerships allow you to service a client that requires different services and you don't have necessarily a product that encompasses all those services. So you get your. You collaborate with other people. You make sure that here you are, so a client comes to us, and, and I'm working with you, Louis, and yeah. you are providing this part of the service. I'm providing this, another part of the service. We combine our efforts, and we service this client, and we charge together. So that allows you then to also gain experience with a, a, a service that you would not necessarily be exposed to, but it also allows you to learn what Clue is charging and Clue knows what Google is charging for certain services. And going forward, we've, we've both gained out of this partnership. So here, here's a point. I mean, and I think this breaks through the, the gender divide. I mean, this mm, is going to be definitely. something experienced everywhere. Uh, I, I come to you. I'm a, I'm a small business. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a year or two old, but I'm still young. I'm still growing. Um, and I come and I'm a little nervous about wanting to be able to now up my fees, charge you 20,000 Rand instead of 15 or 10,000. <clears> I beg your pardon. Um, how do I approach you in that first interaction? What's the best way to sell the product at its actual value? That's very tough, eh? <laughs> but I think here you are, your business is two years old, but you've been Gareth all your life, right? Okay. You bring with you experience. Mm. We, you bring with you work experience. You may have worked somewhere before you started your business for two years. You have networks. You have mm. people that you, you can go to. So you don't just look at the two years that you've been in existence, 
but you also consider what am I bringing on the table because I'm not just Gareth who's just started my business and it's only two years old, but I'm Gareth who's worked for 20 years of my life mm. and I've only been running a business only for two years. Mm. And therefore, as a client looking at me, you should not just look at me as just Gareth who's just started a business. However, I can also then perhaps give a discount because you are my first customer. We can do a trial because you are my first customer and I need to hook you to, 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 and, and, and make sure that I deliver on a service. And once you're satisfied, I'm like, what do you think of my service? And you say to me, actually, you're great. I was talking to an entrepreneur earlier on today and he was saying to me, you know, like a couple of years ago when he started his PR company, he, companies didn't want to pay him a retainer. Mm. So he said, okay, that's fine. Don't pay me a retainer for this particular press release i've written it i'm going to lies with the media i'm going to sell your company i'm going to get you interviews pay me ave that comes with that mm. what's ave uh it's, it's it's then the value of of the coverage so i'm sitting here somebody can calculate how much i would have spent paid you okay to be on this platform for for so long okay so once they started looking at that so he, there he was they realized actually what is the value of what is bringing in in one press release was much more than what they were going to be paying per month. Mm. So sometimes you need, sometimes you need to show people what are the different options so that they are able to see the actual value that you're bringing in. Cause sometimes it's easy to say, Oh no, but I've had a team before in like, and they used to do this thing. And here you are I'm outsourcing to you. And now you're charging me more than the salary mm. I was paying my employee. I hear, I, I like this. I like the idea that one of the solutions to this issue is coming at, coming at it from a different kind of angle. Mm. Is not to just, it's not just a sale. It's, uh, there are, um, certain aspects of your value that you must be able to communicate. Mm. Now, I still don't know how I would be, I would communicate 20 years of work and only two years of having my own business. Cause I can't really sit in front of a client and say, listen here. I've worked for 20 years. <laughs> I've got 20 years experience. You can't really say but that. I just How do you think just, but I just think that look at what we've done with future CEOs in two years, but you've bought all that you've learned mm. through being on the leadership platform, from being on business there, from being a writer, you know, and, uh, and really in the finance game and studied that. That has brought and made us who we are in two years. But how do you communicate that in, in a 30 minute conversation? Or, or, or actually, listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but all, listen, but fair we're top 10 every single month. Hello, 35 shows. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. may, maybe Gareth <laughs> I could give you a high five. Thank also. you, Siskooks. <laughs> but if you take the public relations analogy again, mm. so here is Gareth who's been a writer, right? Mm. So you started a PR agency, but you've only been working the, in your agency for two years. But you can show your client that actually I was a writer for 10 years. So I have relationships with some of the media. I have relationships with editors. Correct. I can get you into Correct. the media space because of my relationship. Look at who and we have on our shows. <laughs> Look at the CEOs we have on our shows. Are you trying to convince me to start a PR company? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you do it on the side and not, think, and not stop the show. <laughs> but don't you think it's a good example with future CEOs? I mean, it's the kind of people and the expertise and the caliber that we have here. And it's through 
not the two years that we've been running this show. It's of course through, not. You know, what you've been doing, the hard work you've been doing prior to being on Future CEOs. I, I do want to highlight this, if I may. And I, I, it's not to harp on <laughs> Future CEOs, but there's been a lot of stuff in the background that people don't see. And I think that that's a point that we must bring out in this conversation is that sometimes uh, you must be Correct. able to... Um, Position yourself correctly, but without having to display that stuff. Because there's some, we've had some rough, rough times, rough patches, yeah. difficult times. But you don't air that, um, mm. and mm. and I don't think it should factor into you, you the, the way you charge people either. So I mean, and that's on the positive and the negative side. You shouldn't undervalue yourself, yeah. undervalue yourself, but also overvalue yourself. Let's talk about overvaluing very quickly, because mm. you can go to the other extreme and say, hold on, I'm. I'm this, maybe I'm, if, I'm an, if I'm a feminist, right? I can say, I'm a woman, I'm this, I'm that. And that's your stance. You've got a strong position in a different area of your life, which is okay. Mm. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. But then that impacts your ability to price yourself correctly. Uh, just, let's talk about overpricing for two minutes. I think, first of all, the, the, the arrogance of, of that would deter mm-hmm. a lot of people from working with you. Yes. Because... Actually, a relationship with a customer is a relationship between two people that should be nurtured and both should benefit from. And it's very important that you, you, you consider that. But also, if you are overpricing yourself, there's many up-and-coming people who come after you. And actually, some of them are doing great things. And people will look around and say, yeah, I can pay this one for two more months. But look at Soren. So I think she's doing making waves in this department, and I should start. Let me try this one for one week and see if it works. And actually, it works. And you're like, but why am I paying hundred thousand when I can be paying sixty thousand? Mm. And actually, that's the sixty thousand that everyone is paying on the market. Mm. But it also depends on what people are willing to pay. A bag and is a bag is a bag. I, 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 but for some what? people, a bag is not a bag because it's got a label. You, you, you yeah. know what? And since Google, <laughs> yeah, what we've got to realize that just not the global economic state of things is that people just don't want to outsource as much as they did anymore. Companies don't want to go outside of their, their own people. Mm. So if you want to play in the game of just being employed and hired, you've got to think of all those litigating factors, you yeah. know, globally and locally. Definitely. Custom... Um, Companies are finding it hard to outsource and therefore if you are in the entrepreneurship space, you need to make sure that you are on the ball with how you price yourself because actually if I don't have to outsource, why am I working with you if you are making me pay so much money? Mm, Good point. I like that. Um, and then there's a point called um, setting different structures for different types of customer rela- um, requirements. Okay. That Let's comes, talk about that. Mm, what does that mean? Mm. Mm. That comes when you have, I'm an SME and I work with different corporates. So there's a big company. They, I won't say any names, but there is. Name and shame. Name and shame. <laughs> <laughs> No. Name and give glory. <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking my head. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. No, so yeah. there's this big company that's approached you for a service, but there's also a small business like yourself that mm. needs your services. And you're thinking, oh, but Clubi can't afford my services and company A, they can afford my services. I don't have to say I don't need to work with Clubi. I need to say Clubi. This is what you can afford. And for the price that you can afford, this is how I can structure my pricing. So I can charge you an hourly rate because you don't need me to be on retainer for your company. I can work four hours 
and that's about all you need for your for you for the service that you that I'm providing to mm. you. Or I can charge you a monthly rate. Or I can allow you to like different payment terms. And if you pay me before delivery, you get a discount because actually I need that money. Mm. And if you pay me sixty days later, obviously you're gonna bring it up. You you need to bring up your price because here's a somebody who who's allowed to pay you over 90 days mm. and what do you do between those 90 exactly. days exactly okay I, I like i like this idea of uh, deciding um certainly how you're going to be using the money in your business and letting that inform the way that you charge as well it's a very important point it's also the the final point that we can share today because we've run out of time oh goodness but Guga, thank you very much for joining us final it's been words fantastic. give us just give us a nice hard-hitting punch a, a punchy advice for female entrepreneurs and how to create the pricing sweet spot for themselves and their business. I think more than anything, you really need to know your value, know your value, value yourself and believe in the product that you are providing. Mm. Because if you left a workplace to start a business, you definitely must have believed in it because it's easy to stay at work. So actually believe in it and, 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 and go out and, and just make it because the young ones are depending on us to make it work. I like that point. I like that point of really believing in the value that you're offering. Can be a final word? Another woman making waves. Coming up, Soweto Success Story, Flossies, BNB. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.